Hello, Warriors. How are you guys doing this evening? Uh, this is Latrice Carter with Forum Will Be Warriors. I hope you guys are having a great day. Uh, today is Friday, um, August the um, uh, 11th. August 11th. Uh, we are in August already. I can't believe it. We're going to be um, in September soon. Halloween Eve is what September is called. So <laughs> we're going to be um, in that month very, very soon. Um, tonight, guys, we are discussing uh, Jaws 3. And I am discussing Jaws 3 with uh, David Hahn and his family. Uh, his mother, uh, <laughs> Sherry Horn, is here. And his wife, Rose Hahn, is here. Say hello, guys. Hi. Hello. <laughs> well, um, first off, I want to tell you guys, if I sound like I'm yelling um, a lot, <laughs> it's because my ears are plugged up. I have no idea. My, I guess it's my sinuses. I don't know. Somebody did tell that to me. I think it was, um, it might have been Bryant. I think Bryant said that maybe it's your sinuses acting up. But I'll, I'll tell you what, I, I never had sinuses before moving to Texas, Okay. Back home in Detroit, I didn't have allergies and I didn't have sinuses. I moved here to Texas, I have both. Go figure. <laughs> Welcome to Texas. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so uh, so if I'm screaming, I do apologize. But my ears are just plugged up and I sound like I'm talking to a darn microphone. So, but <laughs> but uh, but uh, um, how are you guys? Uh, we haven't seen each other since in like two or three weeks, I think. Right, two, three, or four weeks. So, so how's everything been with you all? <laughs> Great, getting ready for school. Yeah, yeah. My son started school on Wednesday. Our kids are back this come this Wednesday. Where our kids are back, and we're just. Uh, I told you, Mom, and our school got hit by a tornado. Mm. Uh, the beginning of uh, I guess it was June, and uh, they've been trying to get everything done. My, the middle school wasn't hurt as bad, but the elementary is still in, in bad shape. Oh, the wow. gym nowhere near ready. And they said they've already spent like 1.9 million on what repairs they've done so far. So we're oh, still no. hoping to be ready next week for school. But um, I don't have baseboards in my room. <laughs> oh wow! So, well, you know, the, the blessing back together. So we're ready. The blessing for that is it was in June, and none of the kids were inside the school. That's None of the, the kids place. were there. It was right after summer school, as a matter of fact. So oh. we had just finished summer school. Yes, thank you, Lord. Yes. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was, it was bad, and a lot of other places in Holly got hit. But I think the school took the biggest brunt of it. Right. Oh gosh. Well, guys, uh, uh, Jaws three is what we're discussing tonight, and uh, let me tell you, I have a story. <laughs> to tell you, talk to the guys. It's so funny. Oh my goodness. Okay, so two weeks ago, you know, remember I didn't have a podcast last week. Last week I took the I took the week off, and um, so I said, well, you know, and that weekend, not last weekend, but the weekend before, 
Jaws 3 was on Peacock. And I said, great. You know, I, because I have three, uh, I have three uh, movies to discuss this weekend. So I said, great. I'm going to, you know, watch Jaws 3 on Peacock. I'm going to write my notes and everything like that. So I watched it um, on Sunday and Monday. No, no, no. I take that back. I watched it on Saturday or was it Monday? It might have been Saturday and Sunday that I watched it. So, yeah, Saturday and Sunday I watched it. Monday, I was going to take my notes, right? Wrong. They had completely taken it off. And I do not have the DVD or anything, okay? So, I'm like, oh my goodness, how am I going to do this? And, you know, I went on Tubi. And at that time, they didn't have it. They didn't have it on there. So, so what'd you do? Well, I, I, I uh, had to buy it off of Amazon. I wasn't that uh, much. It was only fifteen dollars. It was only fifteen dollars. Huh? It wasn't on Tubi. No, not at that time. It wasn't. Wow. Did you Did you hear what I said? I said not at that time. It wasn't. Yeah, that's crazy. But but listen, listen. So. So I ordered it from Amazon. You know, it did come that Sunday. So it came last Sunday, so I wasn't able to, you know. But <laughs> but that no, this week, this week, this week on Monday, right after I get the DVD, is when they put it on Tubi. <laughs> Oh, that happens. That's about the way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, Lord, what are you doing to me now? Why are you <laughs> I spent $15 on this DVD when I didn't have to? <laughs> they put it on this week, guys. This week on Monday. This week. You know what? Someday, this is regular weekend. Uh, they might have some people from Jaws 3 there. And you can take it to Texas Friday weekend and have somebody sign it. Oh yeah, that would, that's yeah, that's you know that's a possibility. That would be then that would be awesome. I would do that too. Because maybe that's what's gonna happen. So <laughs> hey, <laughs> and, and if that happens, I'd be like, okay, Lord, this is why you wanted me to do this. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and have this signed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's my little funny story for Jaws Three. I'm like. Oh my gosh! Like really, you guys take it off a peacock and then put it up. And I should have known that they were gonna do that because the, um, that Monday or yeah, that Monday where they took it off a peacock, they did put Jaws one and two on Tubi. I just didn't see the and I actually you know put it in the search engine. Jaws three, Jaws one and Jaws two came up. No Jaws 3, no Jaws 4 until this week. And I already uh, bought the dang thing. It seemed, uh, I I, I guess it was, maybe it was on Peacock that all four of them was on there, but that was during Shark Week. Uh So that was just just a given. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All four of them were on Peacock. They took all of them off. When I oh, needed yeah, them, 
when I needed just three, it took them off. And I'm like, okay, okay. I'm scrambling to try to find. And so I did, I did the most logical thing I could do, which was buy it off of Amazon. And it did come. It came on time, too. It came on Sunday. It said, it said that it was going to come on Sunday, and it did. It came on Sunday. But then that Monday, <laughs> to be answered. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah. Such is life. <laughs> but, um, okay, so uh, Jaws 3 was released on July 22nd, 1983, and stars Randy Quaid, Louis Gossett Jr., and Bess Armstrong. Oh, and Leah Th- uh, Thompson, of course, got her start in Jaws 3. Uh, now, I have a question. Does anybody besides me think that Randy Quaid could have played the Joker in Batman because of his smile? That man's smile goes for days. I mean, he has the biggest smile. (laughs) He could have played. I see him. Huh? When I was younger, I thought his smile was creepy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he has a creepy, big smile. It's like one of those Joker smiles. One of the, I, he, I think he could have played the Joker in Batman. I really do. <laughs> There's the cocaine. Huh? Stop comparing him to the bears, David. It was the cocaine because he said at this time, uh, especially while making uh, Jaws 3, he was a major cokehead. Well, it wow. had to be something because his file was just, oh my gosh, scary. Like, like Miss Rose said, scary, creepy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was just, I don't know. It, it reminded me of that clown, you know, the clown that had, you know, has his file painted on. <laughs> I don't know. It just it, like like Rose. I'm in agreement with Miss Rose. It's creepy, a very creepy smile. But however, I mean, he, I, I'm not saying that he was ugly or anything like that. I'm just saying that his smile was creepy. And, Some movies, he's and, been looking at other movies. He's just creepy. I mean, I, I love him. And um, oh my gosh, what was that movie? Uh, it's not a horror movie or anything. It's a baseball movie. I think it's called The Rookie. Rookie. Yes. I loved him in that. That was a good one. Um, but, oh, okay. So, now, I'm not going to ask you all how you feel about the movie because I think we all agree, can agree that Jaws 3 was not... Though it wasn't a fantastic film, it probably wasn't even a real horror movie for most. But it was a good popcorn movie. Uh, and, and I know all of you guys feel the same way. Miss Sherry, I know you love this movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I, I'm just going to say this. As flawed as this movie is, and there are flaws. Oh, yeah. It's still better than Jaws the Revenge. There, I yeah. said it. Yeah, a lot of people think so. A lot of people think so. But I, I, I actually liked Jaws the Revenge. Uh, it's okay, I, but... I can't... I, I don't really... Um, 
I don't know why I get so much hate, but but then again, I do know because I mean, no, I take that back. I don't know why. Because <laughs> I really, because <laughs> I <laughs> because the shark roars. I guess yeah. Sharks do not roar. That's first of first off. <laughs> but uh, uh, not but in part three, um. I kind of think maybe they shouldn't have. Um, I mean, I you. I mean, you got to give it up for their continuity because I mean they kept up with the Brody family. You know, the Brady, the Brody family was in the first one. They were in the second one, the third one, and the fourth one. So, got to give it up for their continuity. At least they kept the family, you know, going. But did they really need to do that though? Could they have done another story? You know, um, I mean, it was good for Jaws one and Jaws two, but could they have gone to Sea World with another person? You know, without the Brody family. You know, and I think that that's what you know a lot of people probably were thinking in their heads. Like, why do we have to sit through another Brody film? You know. That's what I think. A lot of people they didn't take to it because it made it seem like the sharks were picking on them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like nobody bothers any. You know, sharks don't bother anybody except for the Brody right. family, and they'll even track them down to the Caribbean to to mess with them. So right. I think that's why. I mean, sharks just don't. <laughs> I think that's why a lot of people didn't. They took offense at it. I think a lot of people took offense at Jaws three. Because after seeing the first one and the second one, the third one was just kind of like poking fun at it. And, you know, the first two were pretty good with jump scares and, you know, just keeping you on the edge of your seat. And then the third one with them trying to make it 3D and the right. characters, it just was like they were just trying to make it make it funny. And it was, you know, to me, kind of disrespectful. But, right. Uh, but then... Know, Mom, you brought, brought brought up a good point because originally um, the writers um, of the first two Jaws, um, let's see if I can find their names here, David Brown and Richard uh, Zanuck, said after Jaws two, nobody will take this franchise seriously anymore. So Jaws three was actually supposed to be a comedy. It's going to be called yeah. Jaws three equals zero, and. Joe Dante was going to direct it, and they brought in uh, John Hughes and um, Todd Carroll from National Lampoons to write the script. And there was going to be a scene where Peter Benchley was going to get eaten by a shark in his swimming pool. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I, I, I think that would have been a little bit too much. I think it, <laughs> they think they hated Jaws three now. Uh, now they would have hated that even more. Oh my gosh! What, the, what were they thinking? But the thing is, like, what Mom was saying, it came off as you know poking fun. But the thing is, with Jaws three, Jaws three D, as it's known, it was an unintentional comedy where it was originally going to become. So it was doomed to be a comedy. What would you think about it? All right. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I don't think it was intentionally funny, and I also think this one was a hit and miss. Uh, 
it was a hit and yeah. miss. You either loved it or you hated it. I, for one, I didn't hate it, but I didn't really like it either. I, I kind of stayed away. And I think that's why I didn't have Jaws 3 in my collection. Because I have yeah. Jaws 1 and Jaws 2. I, I don't think I have Jaws 4 either. But that's not because I don't like Jaws 4. I just have never bought it. But yeah. I know that I didn't like Jaws 3. But the more I watched it, uh, when it was on Peacock, when it was on Peacock, I, I did watch it. And I, uh, when I, the more I watched it, the more I did get into it, especially for my notes. You know, I was like, oh, wow, you know, this isn't as bad as I thought that it was, you know. And uh, that happens to me on a lot of movies, though. Like with Halloween 3, uh, uh, with Halloween 3, I um, I didn't like that movie so much either. But then every, t- every year I watch it during the AMC Fear Fest. And uh, I like it more and more the more I watch it. And that's how it was with Jaws 3 as well. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Well, uh, 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 Miss... Uh, Rose, Miss Rose, uh, who's your favorite character on Jaws 3? Y'all are gonna hate me, but my favorite character was the baby shark. I was, <laughs> I was gonna say that baby shark, do, 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 baby shark, do, 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 do. okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Miss Rose. <laughs> well, he was innocent. He didn't hurt anybody. Yeah. And then that mean old politician puts him in the pool for everybody to see, and there wasn't enough oxygen in the pool. Mm-hmm. And not deep enough for him, and he's swimming around slowly, suffocated and horrible. <laughs> my favorite character, and then. Well, He was just an innocent baby. Yes. <laughs> and Miss Sherry, who was your favorite character? Uh, <laughs> I have issues with all of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, I, I, I don't know. I didn't really like it. I didn't really have a favorite character because <laughs> I just Sometimes that happens. I couldn't identify with any of them because I just, I mean, they were just, you mean, it was just, I could take them or leave them. Right. The, the shark was good. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like the shark. <laughs> That's about it. So so now I, I didn't really have a favorite character in this one because I could I could give a damn if any of them got eaten. So. <laughs> and David. <laughs> Who was your favorite, David? <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with um Mike Brody, who was played by Dennis Quaid. I mean, he seems like a, a good guy. He's hardworking and he's good to Kay. And um, he and she was also nice too. I mean, she's a doctor, but she seems nice. 
and knows how to have a good time. And apparently, I, I heard a story that there were extras that were bothering Leah Thompson for an autograph, and Dennis Quaid stepped in and said, "Leave her alone." We're yes, working. that's very, very uh, gentlemanly of him. And yeah. I would like to apologize right now, and neither one of you guys caught it. I called him by his brother's name, Randy Quaid, and not Dennis Quaid. I'm so very sorry. <laughs> None of you caught it. I bet my listeners caught it, though. I bet they're like, like uh, don't you mean Dennis Quaid, ma'am? <laughs> yes, uh, Dennis, I called him Randy. I'm sorry. but uh, And I must say this, and uh, I, I'm just, uh, I don't want to, um, you know, uh, cut you off, David. I'm sorry, but... I do want to say that I I did not for the longest time I did not think that Randy and Dennis were related because they do not look alike to me. Am I the only one that thinks that they do not look like they are brothers? No, I didn't know that. Well, Howard doesn't look anything like Ronnie Howard. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that they were related. I really didn't because I, I just see no resemblance in them. So. None. But but his son does look like Randy. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jack Quaid well, yeah, does look like Randy. Quaid, I was like, wait a minute. I didn't know Eddie was in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Where was he? <laughs> no, that, that would have been fitting to put Randy Quaid in that role if it was going to be a National Lampoon's movie like oh. it was originally going to be. Yeah, that's true. He's been around that, so... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. Well, my favorite character is, I kind of agree with you, Rose. Like how you said you love the shark. Well, I love the dolphins. Gosh darn it. (laughs) They were so cute. Yes. Cindy and, uh, I I, I think their names were Cindy and Sandy. Mm -hmm. I I love, but see, I I actually have a dolphin story. Like um, in 2006, I had went on a cruise with two friends of mine. And um, um, we had went on an excursion uh, it, that had to do with dolphins. And um, and uh, the dolphin, was, he had came to, you know, to everybody, you know, he was giving everybody kisses and everything. So one by one, he would give them a kiss and he would move on to the next person, right? So the dolphin comes to me and, and he gives me a kiss. But he gives me the longest kiss, guys. I mean, the, the longest kiss. I think this dolphin thought I was his girlfriend or something. Because <laughs> he, he gave me the longest kiss. And then he went to the next person. But then he came right back to me and gave me the longest kiss again. And they're like, oh, she loves you. And I was like, and I love him too. <laughs> That's sweet. Yes. That's one thing I love to do is swim with the dolphins. That's, that's uh, it was so fantastic. And, and then, uh, like years later, like uh, like two years ago, my mom swam with the dolphins, and she was scared. I'm, uh, I wish I got, I wish I could put that picture up on the group page because she looks absolutely terrified. <laughs> Oh, it was so funny that picture, so but but my but my experience with the dolphins, oh, I loved it. I love yeah, it. I, love, I, I love wish I could dolphins. find that picture that I um because he took a picture with me and everything. I wish I could find that picture, but yes. You need to find it. 
posted. I want to see it. Yes, I do. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can find it sometime this weekend because that was oh my gosh, that was awesome, awesome experience. Okay. So if you guys ever want to go uh, see the dolphins, um, I uh, I forget where exactly we went. It was like in 2006, but I I recommend going to. Uh, swim, swim with the dolphins. I, I totally recommend that. It's so well, nice. I, want, I want to. I think it would be so cool. It would be. It would be. Trust me. Uh, okay, so who was your least favorite character? Miss Charlie, do you have a least favorite character or did they all just get on your nerves? <laughs> um, I think the one that I really, really couldn't stand the most was, uh, the character Bess Armstrong played. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. Her hair, first off, is just all box cut and goofy looking. And <laughs> she's just so boring and supposed to be this know-it-all oceanographer and all of this. And just, you know, and then the one part that gets me is how, you know, she comes off as this major ball buster and then they uh when she wants to look at the remains of of uh shelby oberman yeah. and she starts over and they both grab her and they're like no no and she's like guys i've seen this before and i was like well whoop de damn do for you so <laughs> but I, I just didn't care for her she was just to me she was just she was too much and of course her having to wear the suit and all her little comments about you look like Sir Richard going off to the uh, Crusades and all this stuff. So, I, just, <laughs> I, I couldn't, I couldn't take her. And, and Louis Gossett Jr., I couldn't handle him. I mean, just <laughs> he, he was the he was the mayor from from uh, Jaws all over again. Right. Just greed, 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 greed. Make the money, make the money, and it just yep. was too much. So, those were the ones I didn't care the most for. Gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> and David, who was your least favorite character? All right. Before I get on that, um, I just want to say I find it very, very appalling that Cindy and Sandy the Dolphins were nominated for a Razzie. What? They were nominated for a Razzie. They were nominated for a Razzie for wor- worst first-time actors. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> they oh, need to get over themselves. The person who got that dishonor was Lou Ferrigno for Hercules. I'll play. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> were the most natural ones in the whole movie. So. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get to that with this. Okay, with least favorite character. I kind of went back and forth on this. Um, of course, Philip, Philip Fitzroyce, who play, uh, played by uh, Simon McCorkendale. Did I say that right? Yes, I believe you did. Yeah, to me he—I mean—he was a pompous, arrogant ass. I, I mean, thought that was Cal. Like <laughs> He—I mean—he's like Steve Irwin without the charm and without the action. <laughs> <laughs> and the action. I mean, hell, I, I, his guy that was a photographer, the Th um, Moriarty um, who played Jack Tate was a much better person than he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a, and a girl with mom, I mean, I feel the same way about Louis Gossett Jr. I mean, 
he's just there. I mean, all he knows is to do is, you know, I sell the tickets, I put the people in the park, yep. and end up killing a baby shark for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the one, but the one that really irritated me, and this is why, you know, I can't figure out why this guy wasn't nominated for a Razzie, was John Putch, who played Sean Brody. Oh, I mean, just, God. I mean, he, I mean, his delivery was just so awkward. Yeah. I mean, and just that there's that one scene where the shark is losing the park and they're trying to evacuate everybody and he's getting out of the, the bumper car and he's bent over. And I I turn to Beavis and I'm like, bite him in the butt, bite him in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> yeah, that was so, so yeah, like like mom, I had a lot to work with with who do I not like in this movie? Yes. Okay, well, and, and the thing, oh, never mind, I take that back, I remember, because they kept saying, um, she kept asking why he wouldn't go in the water, and um, then they were talking about something happened when he was a kid, well, I forgot, and Jaws, too, he was the one in the boat, so yeah, I forgot, yeah, so, yeah he that's was the only little one. kid, so I forgot yeah. it was him, so yeah, well, that makes sense, but, because he didn't want to be near the ocean. He was scared of the water, so that's yeah, why he was scared of the water. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's an islander, but yet he goes uh, to college, and all of a sudden he's back a cowboy now. Right. Yeah. No, right. right. I'm, I'm, right. I'm amazed they didn't have. I'm amazed they didn't have him, you know, showing up in his pickup truck listening to Hank. <laughs> well, guys, I'm gonna take a little break here, but when we come back, I'll ask Miss Rose who her least favorite character was, and we'll be right back right after this. Do you guys love horror toys? Are you a horror collector? Well, there's a store in Allen, Texas named Elm Street Toys that sells all things horror. You can buy action figures, chucky dolls, board games, and even air freshener. M Street Toys is ridiculously in- inexpensive. You guys can get a Mezco 172 Collective Halloween 2 Michael Myers for $89.99 off of their website. Their website is www.mstreettoys.com. If you guys can't make it into into the store, you guys can definitely go on their website and shop until you drop. Again, the name is Elm Street Toys. The location is Allen, Texas. And if you guys cannot get to the store, the website is www.elmstreettoys.com. Enjoy your horror toys. guys we are back miss rose uh who was your least favorite character i got to a male and a female all right sean brody hands down he was so dead from the beginning of the movie he may as well have been a corpse yeah 
But uh, you got to admit, he does look like his mother. Do you guys know who his mother is? You don't, you don't know who his mother is? Okay, I'll give you a hint. And we knew that was it. Okay, I'm close. Who? Uh, the most racist, horrific white guy from the 70s. Big fat guy who's singing at the piano with his wife. phenomenal actor he was he is still alive i i think i think he's like two or three years older than my grandmother my grandmother is 84 years old yeah Yeah. i think he's like 86 or 87 uh he is still alive uh but but yeah he uh i I don't think he's still acting anymore um i think his last movie uh, or the last the last movie that i saw Louis Gossett Jr. in is actually um, a Christian movie, actually, um, Left Behind. He was on Left Behind 3. Now, um, that was the last movie I know him to be in. So I don't, I don't know if, you he know. He's doing voiceovers for video games, and he's done a couple of cartoons. Oh, uh, okay. Hmm. Okay, that makes sense. But he makes them under a different name. Oh, really? Okay. Because he's afraid that if his name is on there, 
people are going to expect him to sound a certain way. Oh, right, right. So I, I can understand that. It's a nom de plume, so he'll do a French accent or a street accent. And he's actually done, from what I read, some rather risque characters that might upset his normal fan base. Oh, okay. So he uses other names, but character, and has specifically asked uh, IMDb not to list the names that upset his fan base. Uh, I can I can totally understand that. I can understand that. Okay, so let's move on to our favorite scene. Um, uh, Miss uh, Miss Sherry, if you have a favorite scene, um, what is it? If you have have one, I know you didn't really like this movie. <laughs> well, I, it's it's Jaws, so yeah, I'm gonna like it because it's Jaws, but yeah, right. but most because of the sharks. But Josh, what will be my favorite scene? <laughs> I, I think the. I think what was really cool was when the shark broke through the restaurant window. And that was really about the only 3D effect that wasn't really, really cheesy. Oh, because yeah. It really looked cool when it happened. So uh, to me, I liked that part, which is it was like, it was, it was, it was pretty awesome. So that, that, that I liked. So. Right. But I'm like you. I love the, anything with the dolphins in it. I love watching them swim and talk. And yeah. Feeding the wolves and all anything that had to do with the with the the, the sharks. I mean, I, the sharks were just incredible. I mean, I yes. just, I just I, I like see I like watching it. But I love the dolphins. They were just so cute. And then there at the end where they jumped up out of the water, yes. they were safe. I was all happy so yeah that, that was those were my favorite parts yes yes and uh david what was your favorite uh scene uh in jaws 3 all right i'm just gonna say this about jaws 3 it's like a bruno Mattei film it's entertaining for all the wrong reasons and that being said <laughs> i love the control room scene where um they are just looking at the shark and they are just screaming their heads off in fear. But then you look at the shark and <laughs> right before the glass breaks, the shark looks like he's smiling, like he's high. Like, hey, yeah, it is. That's what's cool about it. <laughs> it's like you're saying, ah, ah, I'm going to get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, I just, it's one of those scenes where. I know I'm not supposed to, but I end up falling over, laughing my head off. <laughs> I mean, the sharks in Finding Nemo were more menacing. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Miss Rose, what was your favorite scene? My favorite scene? And again, people are going to hate me for this. When the body just suddenly pops up in the tank. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Too. That's a good one. I bet you with a little girl. And then, the yeah, head. somebody pushes the little girl up against the glass. I'm like, what the heck yeah. is that? <laughs> that was funny. 
baby girl up against the glass. That, yeah, scar her for life. Why don't you? My other favorite scene with Tasa is when you've got know it all K saying it happened in the park. In the park. Mama Shark is in the park. Right. She keeps reiterating that because it, it was like Calvin just did not get it. Exactly. Like. And he's still looking at her like, so what you saying? And then the I shark comes in the, the shark in the is in the park. The, there, there he is. <laughs> she is. Yeah, because he did go there, right? He can't. The shark came up yeah. to the glass. That's what he got uh, there. There, it's, it's like you're right. He's in the park. Right. <laughs> that was funny. I remember that. They, they found him in the park. The baby died inside the park. They found his remains inside the park. <laughs> his mother is inside the park. <laughs> now, where was he again? <laughs> Where'd you say? <laughs> well, my favorite part is actually, well, Miss Charlie, uh, Miss Sherry, you actually said my uh, favorite part. My favorite part is with the dolphins. When the um, dolphins uh, was first safe and they, jumped up and did their little twirl, you know, their celebratory yeah, dance. I love that. I loved it. I oh my goodness. It, 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 well first off first off it reminded me about, you know, the dolphin that I swam with because they it, they did have him do tricks like that. So I, I just thought that that was the coolest thing. And and to see him go up That's like that, cool. I was like, oh Yay! They're safe. That was so cool. And then when they were, um, uh, when she was, and they were when they were in the submarine underwater, and he was, uh, they swam by him trying to make him stay inside the submarine, and he, he was like, "Which one's that one, Cindy or Sandy?" And she's explaining to him how you can tell the difference. And, I mean, I just thought that was so cool. They're so they they were like such a protector. So yes, I, yes, I, I, but, I, but I, I, I like I, I hear that that's how dolphins really are. I hear that, you know, they're protectors. Yeah. With that being said, um, did, am I the only one that saw uh, Jaws 3D as just a big overblown commercial for SeaWorld? Especially there towards the end? I mean, think yeah, about it. Yeah, because, you know, one, very, I, one of the things that I told Brian was I was like, babe, we're going to have to take. Christopher the Sea World. <laughs> that's that you know, that's so sad though. That's not there anymore. I mean, the, the animal animal activists have made it so hard on them. I don't. I think Sea World has just been turned into a water park. Really? Because they, they don't. The, the whales are gone. Uh, I think they have the penguins, and they might still have the dolphins, but everything else is like they. Antonio, and that's there. Yeah, 
Yeah, that one still had has good and business. It's a shame, yeah. That the the animal they they made such a big deal about the whales and how abused they were and all this stuff. And I mean, if they stop and look at it, I don't see where these animals were so abused. I don't either. And to me, I, I really that don't. Was, I really, I, to me, it was that brought a part of the world to people that would never be able to see it. I'd never get to yeah. see a whale up close. I'd never right. get to see dolphins unless I went there. And to take that away from people is, it's pretty sorry. So. Oh, right. And our kids, you know, can learn about the different mammals, Ooh. learn about oh, yeah. the different fish, you know? So yeah, I, I you know, I, I think that was a shame, but, but yeah. I do know, I do know that, uh, uh, there's a sea road in, like I said, in San Antonio, and then I read mm. that there's another one in Florida. So, yeah. so there are there are still, still some there. out there. One in San Diego, California. Oh, good, good. Yeah. I just I went to that one so many times as a kid that my <laughs> parents ran out of stuffed animals to get us. <laughs> one stuffed animal every time we went so we had the dolphins each of the dolphins we had each of the killer whales or orcas we had the penguins we had the walruses there were three of those and seals the lion and we even had the manatees and then the next time we go, there were no more to get. Yes, right. You, you got them all. Because there were no more stuffed animals. Right. You you got them all. <laughs> exactly. So then we started collecting stickers. <laughs> you, know what? you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this. Um. I was watching this movie and I see like all these, um, it's 1983 and, um, I'm thinking to myself, you know, they've got this control room thing. They got the underwater sea kingdom. They got this cool boat that they're riding in. They got wetsuits and I'm thinking, where were the action figures for this? Continue for 18 miles. This would have made like, I mean, could you imagine like a little play set with the control room, like a little SeaWorld play set and a little, you know, toy uh, boat that you could, you know, put um, the action figures in? You know, that was, I, mean, I, I think they would have did that if, if, the, if Jaws would have been better than it was, if Jaws 3 would have, you know, been, you know, like a big blowout, you know, I think maybe they might have thought about doing that but since it didn't really you know it, 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 this is kind of like a bomb you know I, I think it bombed at the box office after Jaws, a while there weren't, there weren't any toys for that movie there weren't yeah. any action figures or anything for the first Jaws or, or the so, second one so yeah that was just something that wasn't thought of yet to start making there's really I don't remember there being toys based on movies until Star Wars came out and then it seemed like, you know, after any movie made over a million dollars at the box office, we had toys for it. Right. So, yeah. 
the movie, uh, the budget was eighteen million and ended up making eighty-eight million, so it did really well. Yeah, I think people just went to see it because they were like, "Let's go see it." Then yeah, like, I mean, after, after part one and part two, you know, you you think <laughs> you, know, you would think that this one is going to so be cool to have the out of the world amazing. amazing. You know, I mean, after I mean, seriously, after watching part one and part two. You're gonna think the third one is going to be out of this world. It has to be great, you know, because the first one and the second one were, you know, were so good. But then you go, you get to the movie theaters and you're like totally underwhelmed, you know. And I'm not, I'm not saying that I don't like this movie because I do. I think it was a good movie, but it was underwhelming, you know, compared to the first two. The big thing with the two was they were promoting it being 3D, and by uh, then yeah. 3D was just cheesy. I mean, it was just you know when right. they uh, shot the medicine, they shot you in the face, and of course you're supposed to dodge and move around and all that kind of stuff. So <laughs> I mean, 3D then was cheesy to start with. So making it 3D, I think, was just kind of another thing to make it a joke because it was just you know. It was just kind of kind of stupid in 3D, but I was saying David's idea of having the action figures of the underwater sea kingdom, that would be a cool thing to do because then you could, <laughs> on the inside, you could have all the little people moving around, and then on the outside, you could have Shelby Oberman's body floating up to the mirror. <laughs> you know, <little> <laughs> The thing is that they would do that now. Now, now, yeah, they would they would totally jump on it. (laughs) Yep. Yes. And killed, killed it. It suffocated to death. That's a slow death. 
Yes, for anybody, for for a human or for a fish. And all because the water wasn't deep enough. Yep. Yep. And exactly. It wasn't big enough for him to swim fast enough to keep the water flowing through his gills. Yep. And and uh, during that part, I kind of felt sorry for Kay because she, you know, she told him, you know, let let's keep yep. this baby alive. You know, can you imagine yeah. the media coverage that that we would? And I I agree with her. That would have um um like brought so many people to see this shark. You know, but hey, what do what, what does she know? She was just a woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what's funny is a couple of years after this movie was made. My family went to the Mystic Marine Life Aquarium, and guess what they had in a tank? A shark. A baby shark. Great White. Great White had wandered into the Mystic Oh. And it was injured. They oh. actually had to go into those back on. It's not good. It had been hit by somebody's motorboat. Oh. And so they only kept it there while it convalesced until it was ready to go back in the ocean when it was fully healed. Right. But that's sister and I got to do a great white. Oh, well, that's good. Different. That's awesome. We were petting the shark and touching its skin. You can't do that to a great white. They've got these little barbs, backwards barbs. And mm -hmm. if you were to rub your hand over it, it would tear his skin off your hand. Wow. The wow. only place you can touch a great white is on his face. Mm. I got a quick for the sharks. That's okay. why the, when a dolphin attacks a great white, it only hits him in the gills because the gills don't have those arms. Right. They don't hit him anywhere but the face and the gills. Just saying. All right. All right. laughing at me. Okay. You just reminded me of a comedian uh, named Robert Schimmel because he had a thought. He was talking about his brother who was a deep sea diver. Uh huh. And uh, he said, Do you know what to do when a shark is bothering you? Better, you know, define bothering. I find it very bothersome when you uh, bite my torso in half. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he said what to do if a shark is bothering you, you punch him right in the face. And when that doesn't work, you poke him in the eye with your stump. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh. Because, you know, what if you do that? And what if the shark wasn't going to bother you and you punch him and the shark's like, what? 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 I thought you were going to bother him. Attack me. The shark would be like, oh, I'm going to now. I'm just going to let you go. But the other sharks were looking, and it doesn't look good. So when Rose said that about the nose, it got me to thinking about uh, the comedian Robert Schimmel and his joke about the sharks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, Never and, this one started on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> and Miss Sherry, what, what was your uh, uh, least favorite scene? Um, the first part of the movie when they're instructing all of the new 
SeaWorld workers about their uniforms and she says the shorts are short enough show us some cheek and you'll be back shoveling popcorn and I was like okay whatever <laughs> <laughs> to me it was just it was just such a cheesy just cheesy and then um let's see anything that Bess Armstrong was in I really couldn't I was my worst scenes because I just don't care for her at all I mean just I don't know, just Miss Know-It-All, lack, um, lack of personality and that. Uh, the shark dying, that pissed me off. That was just totally uncalled for. Um, but, yeah, just, you know, just it, there was just little bits and pieces of it that just, to me, added to make it a comedy to try. Because, you know, even if there was somebody that did want to make I mean, it was a good idea. It really could be a good, scary idea of a shark getting loose in an amusement you know, in a SeaWorld park like that. Yeah. And the way it got in was really cool. I mean, that the mother came in, had the baby, and, you know, they thought the, the baby was the killer when it really was the mom. That That's a cool idea, too. Right. But they just took it and just tried to make it, I mean, just the stuff they did just made it a comedy. And that, you know, that's, you know, what I just thought was pretty sorry. So uh, anything right. that that Sean Brody was in. I mean, he was just a, the biggest bliss I've ever seen. I mean, you know, <laughs> and, and then when they're in the water and they're kissing and uh, they sneak up with the bulldozer, I mean, with the bullhorn and they're like, you are trespassing on SeaWorld property. And he's like, I'm okay. My brother works here. And then she has to get the bullhorn and she says, do turkeys have any ID? Well, who calls somebody a turkey? Really? <laughs> I mean, let's just get back with the where. You, I mean, it was just so stupid. So, but yeah, that <laughs> that was just a guy. It was just stupid. So, <laughs> so those were my Tell us how you scenes. really those feel, Miss Sherry. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, lady. <laughs> David, how about you? What was your least favorite uh, scene in uh, Jaws? All right. Well, before you get to my least favorite scene, Mom, I just want to tell you, you know, I kind of agree with what you said, and it's kind of funny because the lady that was given the instructions was a former Las Vegas showgirl. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know well, that. She was <laughs> too much cheek. <laughs> yeah, she was a at the Riviera. Um, she got her start when Debbie Reynolds was sick. Oh, really? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, she has a really rich history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do my homework on these movies. Well, just the way she said, you're showing it cheek and you'll be back shoveling popcorn. It was like, ooh, okay, baby. <laughs> <that's> whatever. <laughs> and you were probably showing more than that in Vegas. Yes, you probably oh, was. Oh, my gosh. gosh. Well, well, you know, you know uh, David, hold that thought because we do have to take another uh, little break. But when we come back, back you could go ahead and um, share what your least favorite um, part is. We'll be right back after this. All right, David, you're up. What was your least favorite scene? Well, 
my least favorite scene is, um, of course, like everybody else here, is when um, the baby shark died. And that was very sad. But then I knew. It was like right when I saw that, I'm just like, I didn't even, they didn't even say that there was a mother in the park yet. But I just knew. All I could think was, Mama's going to be pissed. And then, but if you notice, like right after that, whenever they, you know, when you see Shelby Overpen, you know, float up in the uh, in the tank mm-hmm. window, and then after they figure out that there is a mother in the shark, a mother in the park, that's when all the hilarity really starts to ensue when they start evacuating people, like Randy. Now you got me doing it, Latrice. <laughs> Dennis Quaid looks more like Chase when he's trying to evacuate people from the park. I mean, he's stealing a truck yeah, and you're right. that falls out. Then he like flips over this. Um, um, yeah, that's when the comedy ensues. Yeah, and then you have um, Ph Moriarty going out and you know trying to evacuate people, and this fat guy pushes him and he punches the. <laughs> it's just, and then he then uh, Dennis Quaid is trying to evacuate the skiers out like everybody out everybody out and the guy running the show is just like what are you doing and he takes him and just throws him in the water <laughs> it was most plastic like I said this was unintentional comedy when you know it, it was doomed to be a comedy like I was saying at the beginning this time it was unintentional when previously it was going to be intentional right and like I was saying I was so hoping that that shark would would have bitten uh, Sean Brody right in the butt because it would have been the greatest movie ever. It would have been the greatest movie ever if that shark had just jumped up and bit it. <laughs> that nigga I'll be saying, he bit me. He jumped up and bit me. <laughs> well, y'all don't, don't forget, forget he does the get it in Jaws 4, so just saying. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh my god. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Although if you haven't seen Jaws 4 yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. It it's like what 30 years ago now, right? Something yeah. to that effect. So <laughs> yeah. what's interesting is is a lot of people at Universal called Jaws the Revenge the third one because they were so embarrassed about Jaws 3D. <laughs> yeah. right. However, if you go to you'll find out that Jaws 3D has an 11% approval and Jaws the Revenge has zero. Right. So, uh, listen, Jaws 3D is something, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, my least favorite scene, uh, I didn't... Uh, I... Actually, I, you know, I have to admit, I did like all of the scenes in this movie. But, however, there was one scene that took me out of the movie because of how uh, it just made me sad. I have no idea uh, why it made me sad, but uh, uh, when uh, um, I think it was... uh, Whoever uh, uh, said that their least favorite scene was when uh, Charlene says, I didn't mean him no harm. You hear me? I don't mean him no harm. You know, that to me, because we knew that Shelby was dead, but she didn't know that he was dead. And so, you know, she went from 
oh, you tell him I'm going to kick his ASS, you know, to, you know, uh, to like, well, I'm mad at him, but I don't want him dead, you know, and I just felt so sad for her. And it kind of took me out the movie. So, <laughs> so that was my least favorite part. <laughs> I got you on that what did he say? Was that your favorite part or your worst favorite? Favorite. And then a guy shows and he gets all the team together and go on down other people there and try to get the shorts and their shorts. What three sharks? There was only two sharks, and one was in the pipe. Oh, he said that his there uh, sits there, and he tells him that this glass is shattered. Nothing, and the shark goes right. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, that reminds me of the Titanic. <laughs> and he said the bubble screen, the sharks don't like the bubbles, and that one just come cruising right through it like it wasn't nothing. So right. Like, well, guess what? <laughs> I think I'm going to And they go through it, and they're so green that they're falling back out. Oh, okay, yeah. So when they go through the trench in the bottom, when they said that nothing could go through it, and they went through it, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He really didn't know nothing about great whites, did he? No, nope. he must not have because because <laughs> that shark said, "I'm here," and went right through the. <laughs> Old Bruce said, "This is not a drill. I'm coming in." <laughs> oh wow. Okay, so my next question is, uh, which shark scene, uh, which shark kill scene was more creative? Now, I, 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 I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, for me, uh, Shelby Over, uh, what's his name? Shelby Overby, or however you say his Overman. name. Overman? Yes, yes. Uh, Overman, yes, that's his name. I, I think that was a cool kill scene. Uh, I, I, I mean, I know that we don't really see anything because I think he got pulled under the water and we just never see him again. But I, but the way that we find his body is very creative. I don't know who did the makeup for that, but they ought to have won some kind of award because I they, they made him look very, very dead and very very much so eaten <laughs> so i i think that 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 was very creative so uh yeah. miss siri uh do you have a creative like shark kill scene um the, at the end with the uh uh Royce, is that his name uh yes was it Fitzroyce? yes the 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 guy, the big scuba diver, when the shark ate him whole, oh, and yeah. he, you hear him chewing him, and then later on, when they're down there, and the shark opens his mouth, and he's still there, yeah, that you was, can still that see was the body. Yeah. That was pretty cool. So yeah, 
alive. That 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 was funny because that shark couldn't digest him that fast, but the one that bit Quentin half digested him in no time. So that yep. was pretty creative. So yeah. And uh, Miss Rose and uh, David, do you guys have that same answer? I have the same answer for a slightly different reason. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, the first shark that in Jaws 1, Bruce, had an amazing metabolism because a well-known fact that sharks supposed to eat like once every two to five weeks, depending on the breed. So showing him still being swallowed is much more realistic than the way a great white would be. Because I believe great white eats only once every six weeks if they get a big enough meal. So that was much more realistic. It'll take the whole six weeks to digest it. Oh, okay. Realism of it. Yeah. Right, right. And David, you have the same answer? Well, I like Ben Gardner's death because it kind of not only was a good a good death, but it kind of Set the tone for letting us know that there was a problem in the park because, well, first when you see him um, eat, then you see like this 3D of what's supposed to be his arm floating. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was kind of cool. I could see that, you know, being kind of a cool effect in a, a 3D. But then later on, it kind of drags on. Then you see his corpse, you know, floating at the uh, display at the window. And it got me to thinking. Do you think that they were trying to uh, recreate the Ben Gardner scene from the first Jaws? Uh, they may have. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like they were trying to do like the same kind of pacing with it. And so they kind of did the whole Ben Gardner thing, except it was like a, a head and a, a torso. So they were trying to make it a bit more gory than Ben Gardner. Yeah. Yeah. Or it could have been like Chrissy, because what was left of her was the head, arms, and her uh, her head and sternum. That was all that was left of her, too. So it could be they were trying to do another Chrissy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Y'all didn't hear what Dwayne said? Uh, no. Did you hear what he said? No, no. ma'am. He said that his favorite part was when uh, Charlie Batuna swam out and said, eat more Starkiss. Okay, Dwayne, thanks for your input. <laughs> Miss Rose is funny. <laughs> now you know why he's not on podcast. person over here and the whole time we're talking he's coming baby shark i want y'all to know <laughs> i've been i've been um uh stopping myself from singing it so <laughs> yeah, so, so you're you're right there with him so yeah <laughs> matter of fact i did sing it actually in the beginning of the podcast so <laughs> yeah, i'm trying not to do it, it yeah. again <laughs> 
uh okay so my last question is um how how does Josh three pertain to the bible and um i'll uh, go first for this one uh now i didn't know how or what i was going to write about i mean jaws 3 uh is about a shark and sharks aren't really in the bible so but the lord i mean it i i guess they are but they're not really you know a topic you know in the bible and but the lord he did sit me down to watch it again today and and then i found some something i did i found something uh sean brody uh sean brody was involved in something that was very traumatic as a child and so as a result of that he was scared of the water which is normal heck i'd be scared too uh but when we feel this way i do believe that the scripture that I, that the Lord gave me to write down is good to remember. And it's a great scripture to hold on to. And this is the scripture that the Lord put on my heart and he put it right in my face. And uh, it, it is Isaiah 41 and 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. It's all right and normal to be afraid, but the Lord does not want us to live in fear. You know, he wants us to do the things that we want to do without fear. You know, uh, uh, you know, I asked, uh, me me and my grandmother we were talking about you know uh people who um go surfing all the time but then you know they get you know wiped out or a shark comes along and bites their arm off like that girl uh who uh was young in hawaii and got her arm bit off by a shark well she still surfs to this day and we're like how do you do that you know i would be too scared to do it Yes. But I believe that she probably follows this scripture right here. Do not be afraid. I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my right hand. So she's probably able to be on that surfboard because of God. You know, so I got from it, you know, fear not. I am with you. Yeah, that's all. That's all I got. Uh, David, uh, how? What say you, sir? How? How do you think uh, Jaws three may pertain to the Bible? Well, like I was saying earlier, um, Philip Fitzroyce just comes off as a a haughty, prideful, vain person. So, what comes to mind is Proverbs sixteen five. Everyone who is arrogant of heart is the abomination of the Lord. Be assured, he will not go unpunished. And he was arrogant, and he got eaten by a shark. So there you go. There you go. 
And Miss Rose, uh, how do you uh, think it pertains to the Bible? I have a totally different take. Uh huh. And this comes from Mark 9 42, Luke 17 2, and Matthew 6. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones, which even you, who are better for him than a mild stone or hay, around his neck, and who are drowned in the tenth of the hay. Did they hurt a baby? to others mm -hmm. and in the process of his vanity he ended up 
Uh, you know, Shelby Oberman died. The guy, uh, it's Royce and the baby shark all died because of his vanity. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, you know, and we used to, we were talking about the, uh, the mayor from Jaws. Uh, you know, you can kind of put these two together and really Murray Hamilton's character as the, as the mayor was a lot better because this guy was just completely greed, a hundred percent all the way around oh, greed. 100%. At least, at least, at least the other one from Jaws, he was trying to protect his city and his people. This guy, he's just all about, like you said, I make the money and I sell the tickets. That's what it was all about. Right, right. And I, to me, that's just you know extreme vanity. Yeah, vanity he's and greed. Man. Yeah, just like Vince McMahon. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's another story altogether. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, guys, I don't have any more questions, but I do have some five fun facts. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, my first fun fact, fact is. The filmmakers initially planned to have very few pop-out effects where objects extend beyond the screen in 3D. Studio executives ultimately uh, pressured them to include more, worried that audiences would leave disappointed and spread bad word of mouth if the 3D were used mainly for death. Uh, my favorite, uh, my fun fact number two is um, the female dolphin called Sandy in the movie is really a male dolphin named Capricorn. He currently <laughs> lives in Discovery Cove, which is owned by SeaWorld Orlando and has interactions with guests, like giving them rides and doing tricks for them. Uh, Capricorn is 60 years old as of April 22nd. Um, or I'm sorry, as of, um, um, I'm sorry, as of April two, two, 2022, she is 60 years old. I'm sorry about that. Uh, my fun fact number three is this was the first sequel nominated for the Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Picture. As if we're shocked by that. Guess what won? Guess what won? What won? <laughs> A lonely girl. Uh, I have never seen that, nor have I Neither heard have I. of it. Never even heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, I I yeah. never heard of that movie. So yeah, maybe that's why like you won. <laughs> that that took three Razzies. Well, I can I can see why I've never heard of it. Miss Rose has never heard of it. I wonder if the listeners have even heard of it. Uh, my fun fact number four is now this is this is gonna get you guys. I, I, I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch the movie again. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge, who played in Legally Blonde and American Pie and the new um, movie Shotgun Wedding, has an uncredited role as the girlfriend of a victim. She's wearing a purple top and has an '80s curly perm. And my fun fact number five is 
The control room computer is the IBM AN slash FSQ-7, a 1950s USAAF technical strike computer. Although it was replaced in the 1960s, its highly futuristic design uh, appeared to make movie uh to make movie makers oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i read that wrong it's highly futuristic design appeared to move to movie makers who wanted a computer for scenes for dramatic purposes with flashing lights and spinning reels of magnetic tape this particular machine found its way to a hollywood prop rental company in the mid '60s, and has been, um, and has turned up in main, in many films such as The Towering Inferno in 1974, War Games in 1983, and television shows such as The Man from UNCLE, which was in 1964 until 1968, and The Invisible Man, which ran from 1975 to 76 as well as occasional occasional appearances on Star Trek 196 from 1966 to 69 among many others all right so now we move on to the cast and crew that has passed on and guys there were so many there's so many that that passed on um uh Peter Benchley uh, who uh, he was suggested by the novel Jaws. So I guess maybe he had something to do with the novel, you know, for the first one. Uh, he passed away on February 11th, 2006, due to idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. Uh, he was 65 years old. Uh, Robert Matheson wrote the screenplay. He died on June 23rd, 2013. Uh, no cause of death was given, but he was 87 years old. Um, Gordon Trueblood, he wrote the story. He died on March 3rd, 2021. Uh, he was 87 years old. Um, Michael Caine, he did the additional dialogue, but he was uncredited for it. He passed away January 22nd. Uh, 2020, and he was 97 years old. Uh, Simon Marquette Corkendale, who plays Philip Fitzgerald, uh, Fitzroyce, he passed away on October 14th, 2010, uh, due to bowel and lung cancer, and he was 58 years old. Uh, Kay Stevens plays Mrs. Callender. Uh, she died on December 28, 2011, due to breast cancer and complications from blood clots, and she was 79 years old. Uh, Rich Vallier, uh, who plays Archie, uh, who plays Archie, I mean, I'm so, sorry, uh, he played Leonard Glass. I'm sorry about that. Archie, uh, Archie was the name that he used um, for his, uh, for the cast name. His name is Rich Bellier, but he went by Archie Bellier for the movie. But in the movie, uh huh? 
I didn't say anything. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought somebody said something. Uh, but in the movie, he plays Leonard Glass, and uh, he died on September 25th, 2018, and he was 66 years old. Steve Miller, he played the announcer. He passed away on March 6, 2008, and he was 57 years old. Turn right onto um, West California Street. We'll turn right onto South Culberson. Will Knickerbocker. He was a man in the crowd. He passed away on November 7th, 1994. And then he was 55 years old. Turn left on Malibu Boulevard. Then you will be on the right. Who plays Mrs. Britt? She passed away on April 18th, 2018. Uh, and she was 90 years old. Uh, Alan Linsberg, who was the executive producer, he passed away on August 13th, 2014, and he was 81 years old. And guys, we have to take another little break, and then I'll uh, go on to my group's reactions. We'll be right back, guys. guys we are back and um I, i'd like to apologize for the um uh for uh uh the um thing there miss sherry is on a road trip with her husband i, I kind of wish i was on a road trip with you <laughs> we got room in the back <laughs> <laughs> my gosh i i wish i was on a road trip i would love to be on a road trip right now because I, I like driving at night. Driving at night it can be so therapeutic, man. Well, the road trip I just got off of was really impressive because I went out with Dwayne for a month and we went to, um, we started out in Utah. We went to Colorado. We went through Nebraska, Wyoming, uh, went through California, um, went through, uh, got to spend a couple of days in Las Vegas and just, it was just a lot of fun. I got to see a lot of the country. Wyoming is beautiful. The mountains, California. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was just amazing. And what's really fun and really spooky is going through those mountains at night. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, I just, can you know, just imagine. Going down the road and they're huge. So, but, but that, that was a, that was a fun, that was a fun road trip. So I had a good time on that one. And this I, bet fun it too was. We're gonna go <laughs> I bet it was. Well, if you uh, want to join us, Latrice, uh, when we're back on the road, um, me and mom, we're going to go see, uh, Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper on the, uh, 24th. Yeah. The 24th. It's mm -hmm. the day before the Cena Weevil 2 podcast. We're going to go down to Dallas to see Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper. Oh, see, I am not a Rob Zombie fan, but I would love to meet Alice Cooper, though. Alice Cooper yeah. is all. Okay. And, and, and what exactly? Uh, 11 or 20, 24 days, we will be seeing Ghost. Anamana Marth. We're going to be seeing ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> That's all Miss Sherry cares about. 
That's Goals. all I care about. I'll be seeing Papa. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, you know what? Before I move on to the groomer's reaction, I do have um, three more names um, that have uh, passed on. Uh, Howard Lipstone. He was the executive producer. He died on August 24th, 2015, due to complications of a stroke, and he was 87 years old. And Randy Roberts, he did the editing. He died on December 15th, 2014, due to stomach cancer. And he was 69 years old. And Randy Stone, he did the casting. Now, he was by far the youngest um, to pass away. He died on February 12th, 2007 due to heart failure and he was only 48 years old oh wow yeah he was the youngest out of everybody that that i just named um but now i'll go on to my uh groupers reactions and um let's see here let me get to it uh yeah, I asked my group, because the groupers reaction, guys, I, all it is is I asked my group a, a, a question similar to, you know, what I uh, asked, uh, you know, you guys on the podcast. And uh, let's see here. Let's see if I can get to it. Uh, I know I have uh, quite a few responses. Oh, okay. Here it is. Okay. I said... Hey everyone, what do you guys think about Jaws 3? Do you guys think it was the worst movie of the franchise? Were there any scenes you liked? Were there any characters you liked or disliked? And uh, let's see, I picked three that I was gonna, um, um, I picked three names that I'm gonna read on their answers. Uh, Marlene Miller, says, this is probably my favorite because it's so campy. I love the opening. <laughs> it reminds me of Friday the 13th 3, which it kind of does. And um, But she said, because that was also in 3D. So those, pop out, so those pop-out fonts, I really like. Uh, it had the same cinematographer from Monkey Shines. And he also did the cinematography for Whitney Houston's video, Great, Greatest Love of All. She, she said, this one feels like a slasher film. I give it a 7 out of 10. <laughs> and then Diane Belford says, I like Jaws 3. I have fun looking for the shots that they did, especially for the 3D that the film was released as in the theater. I also thought it was an interesting storyline. I actually have this one on VHS. In my opinion, the worst Jaws movie was number 4. Dumb storyline. Uh, my favorite, my favorite scene. I have several. She says when the shark that was captured was put on display die, the marine biologist told the guy that wanted to kill it and take a picture of it. She said, "Go ahead and photograph it." When the shark cracked the underwater tunnel, people were already being evacuated, but the water coming in caused the emergency doors to close trapping some people in their center hub. They were panicking, but the guide calmed down 
But the guys calmed down and calmed the people down. She took control of the situation and reassured the people that they were safe and that the water was a rock rising to drown them. She also got them to slow their breathing to save oxygen until they were rescued. Then, of course, there's some other shark getting blown up and the, um, and the upper lower teeth coming together in front of the camera, which was a 3D shot, and the two dolphins su surviving. She said, I liked Dennis Quaid's character, Mike, and the marine biologist who was his girlfriend. Uh, and she says, I forget her name. She says, I think she was played by Barbara Com Compton. I think she meant to say Barbara Cam Crampton, but it, that was wrong. Miss um, <laughs> Diane, I'm sorry, but her name is Bess Armstrong. Uh, and the third uh, Gruber's reaction I'm going to read is Gustavo Perez. He says, it's definitely the worst <laughs> the franchise. <laughs> he said, but he says a late friend of mine, uh, Bill Waddle, uh, a friend of his that passed on, Bill Waddle, had a scene in it when the shark attacked someone in the pond. So I didn't see Bill Waddle's name, so he probably went uncredited. But yeah, so, so that is it. I don't have any more groupers' reactions, uh, no more fun fa facts and no more questions and no more people have passed on from the movie. So we have come to the end of my podcast. Uh, Miss Sherry, I thank you for joining us, even though you're on the road. And I thank Mr. Dwayne for letting you join us, even though you're on the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even even with this Charlie the Tuna comment. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's never it's never dull when he's around and especially when we're talking about Jaws because he hates that movie because of me. So yeah. So yeah. Any any he's he's full of comments when we start talking about the Jaws movie, so <laughs> pleasure it's always a pleasure talking to all three of you oh my gosh i love it so much and i i can't wait for the next time we're together which is on the see no evil i can't wait to meet your daughter i can't i can't wait oh, to meet her yeah i think though um i'll i'll tell you about it after the podcast okay <laughs> yeah no, no problem sir no problem we are actually about to end the podcast on in a few minutes uh but guys i do want to mention that um this whole weekend actually all the weekends in august are going to be so busy and but but very very you know uh i won't say good because tomorrow's movie oh my my god guys if you guys thought josh three was bad oh my goodness the friendship game if you have not seen it, 
please, for the love of God, don't. That movie is horrible. Huh? What movie? It's what called, movie? It's called The Friendship Game. I want to say that it is on Amazon Prime. You have to pay for it. It's horrible. Oh, my gosh. It is a horrible movie. I did not know. So, you know, I, I'm doing it with my admins. I'm so glad my ad is with my admins because if anybody anybody else, oh my God, see what like like Latrice, you're crazy. I am not coming to this. Oh my gosh, it is horrible. Oh my gosh, I mean, like, what? I don't even know. And, and this is how horrible it is, guys. Okay, this is how horrible it is. I am. I, I am admitting something right now, okay? This is how horrible it is. I have not written any notes for this movie. That's how horrible <laughs> this movie is. Oh my god. I gosh. don't have any notes written down. I have nothing. I'm gonna have to stay up tonight. What I, I rendered it from on YouTube on YouTube, thank God. Because if I would have actually bought this movie on DVD. I think I would have to take it back. Yes, uh, Latrice. Huh? A few months ago. Yeah. It was on YouTube. Oh yeah, Jesus! Oh, don't tell me that, Miss Rose. <laughs> That's all I thought. And I am like, what did I just watch? That's exactly I what just, I said, Miss Rose. I said that same exact thing. I'm like, I'm like, what the heck did I just watch? And why am I watching it again? Oh, I've, I've heard about it. I just, you know, haven't seen it yet. But uh, uh, don't, David. I'm telling you, you you do not want to see that. I listen. I, I, I and you're gonna see it on my group page. I I did put uh, I put a uh, uh, I put a groupers reaction for that one too, just because that's what I always do. But like I told them, I said, I don't even want to put up a grouper's reaction because this movie is that horrible. <laughs> it's that horrible. Uh, I did. Didn't you say the same thing about, um, Mom, did you say the same thing about Infinity Pool? You watched and you were like, what did I just watch? Well, I even went back and watched it again to make sure I wasn't missing anything. And I was like, this is... That's yeah. That's, okay, well, that's I know a, what to stay away from then because I'm well, telling you, y'all might see something in it that I didn't, but I just was like, this movie's plum. This movie's just crazy, and the woman that's in it, everybody is like, oh, she's so beautiful and she's so talented and all this stuff. All she does to the whole movie is scream. <laughs> all she does is scream, and I'm like. Could you just maybe shut the hell up for a minute? I mean, well, then we she, know you she, can she did better than the She did better than the girls and the guy that was on the friendship game because uh, well, yeah, then they, you might watch Infinity oh Pool. Gosh, you might watch it. And, and I don't the reason why the reason why I I picked the friendship game is one, I had never seen it seen it before. I wanted to watch it. And two, because I like one of the, the actresses on there. Uh Peyton List. I really do like her. I, I think she's a good actress, but not even she could carry this mess of a movie. Oh my oh, god. Wow. Just 